This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Rabbi Weisberg? Yes, do you hear me? Yep. Yeah. Okay, thank you. It's, it's a privilege again to address uh, all our Hashiva therapists and in the LCSC, and it's a huge covet for us at the LCSC to be able to have such a, a Hashiva guest uh, speaker who's going to, it's Hashem, be mechazikos in, in the Avedis HaKadish that we do. And just a, a few words about Rabbi Lapiansky, who was Shmoy Halach Lefanov. So he's a Hashiva for many years in um, Yeshiva Gdola of Washington, based Medrash in, uh, in the greater Washington area. And uh, he comes, he's, um, comes from a family of royalty. His Shvers, the Benish Finkel, the Shivas of the Mir, and his brother in law is a Nassim Svi, the brother Lachaim, and other brother in law is a Binyam Kaubach. So he's a member of, of that very, very Hashem Mishpacha. He's uh, a well known Talmud in the Mir of both Rab Chaim and Rab Nachim. My brother Shlemi actually had this host of of knowing him when he was a Talmud in the mirror many, many years ago. And um, while he was in Eretz Yisrael, he was also uh, involved in many other things. Among them, he was very close with Melech Weinberg, and he was one of the uh, Durams in Yeshiva Shatari as well in the old city of Yerushalayim. And uh, he's also written uh, profusely, published in many, many uh, areas, published books and articles. He's a steady contributor to H.com as well. Uh, right now, he's probably best known for his recent work, which was the book, uh, Ben Torah for Life, which was actually a runaway bestseller and uh, praised across the board for basically establishing that um, when somebody leaves the yeshiva, he doesn't have to leave the base medish behind him and he could be a Ben Torah for Life. And very Bikitsi talks about how both in Tefillah and in Davening and, as, and also in, as far as the Selah Harav, that these are very important things among, among others that somebody should continue doing when he left the yeshiva and he Hashem will be able to still be called himself a Ben Taira even after he leaves. I have to tell you from my own personal experience, I'm a, a shtickle Aynas over here because I live in Ninth and Forest and the closest shuls that I have to me are only the yeshiva. But I have friends of mine that went to Yeshiva in Lakewood with me, and they, years ago they told me they felt extremely uncomfortable and unworthy after they had left the Yeshiva and gone into the working world. They just felt embarrassed and ashamed to even walk into the base medrash. They felt that um, um, they, they, there was a, a feeling of of of, uh, of, atzvus, of, of depression, that they, they just don't feel that they're up to going into Yeshiva again. And it's interesting, the Chavetz Chaim, brings down in a couple of places that he says, of course, a person has other obligations. Uh, he gets involved, he signs, uh, he's, he gives a ksuba to his wife. He has obligations of parnas, he has obligations of family. And uh, it takes away somebody that's terasa, yunasa, yistaka, to kesatari, but somebody that's in the work world, what about all the time that he's spending at work or doing his family obligations? And the Chavetz Chaim says that, um, Really, his spare time is going to be made. Um, what his real uh, definition is, is, is he been tired of he become a balabas? And if he uses his spare time when he's not also in, 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 in things, his other obligations, and certainly in learning tired, and he uses his spare time 
uh, with starim, even uh, shiurim, dafyaimi, other things like that. So that's made on him that uh, that he's also in the madrega of someone that's terrestrial and mostly every spare minute that he does. So Rebaran Bar Hashem was able to put that very well in a book that's uh, sort of become the handbook for people leaving the yeshiva, how they can um, retain the, the aliyah that they had while they were in the Smedrish throughout their whole lives. And with that, I'd just like to introduce the yeshiva of Shakoyach, I, I wasn't sure. I remembered uh, your brother very well, and I, I wasn't sure of his first name. So when I heard you, <laughs> I, I hoped that it was... Uh, uh, at the, my first, at my first impulse was to say your beard is too white, but look who's talking. We're, we've all put some years behind us. Um, I, I just want to apologize in case the um, in case there are some problems with the connectivity. The Shiva Baruch Hashem has we've been able to secure a a camp about an hour away from Yeshiva. It's a huge, huge campus um, where we can learn and sort of not. Interact with people so we don't have to ask. You know, it's a very, it's a very good matzah Baruch Hashem. Um, but you can look at it as a challenge or as a blessing. The connectivity is not fantastic, so it, it has mileage certainly, but uh, it also has concerns when you want to do a Zoom share. It's not the best. Uh, okay, so I'd like to speak about a topic, and a lot of times, just giving a more clear definition to a problem. Um, is helpful. Um, you know, solutions are not always easy to come by. And like it says, Shelas Chacham is Chasi Tshuva. When you phrase something correctly, you describe the issue, a lot of times it's helpful. And I guess what, what I'm trying to describe and wrestle with a bit is something that I'm sure you all wrestle with a lot is the the situation now, I guess the best word to use is a malaise. It's sort of not, it's not the critical crisis as much as it's like a feeling of being in quicksand and sort of just everything is just sluggish. There's a lot of things that are sort of just not working, not working well. And it's very hard to put a finger on it. But you know there were moments in the um, in this whole process of 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 the disease that you know there was imminent crisis. People were dying. People rushed to hospital. There was panic. There were different different tkufas, um, and I think um, right now it sort of is a tkufa where people will say something along the lines of "I'm sick and tired of it." I'm sick and tired of it, and that's why you're not wearing a mask, that's why I'm going to show this or that. It's not even logical as much I'm sick and tired. And I, I want to try to put a finger and describe what that feeling is exactly. So there's a word in the Torah, and this word appears in our parasha. Kimara um, as often as it appears anywhere else in the Torah, because it doesn't appear as often as you expect. And that word is etzev, ayin sadik beis, which I guess just to, to grab a, a meaning, sad, sorrow, along those lines. So we have it almost immediately for, for all the people who talk about simcha. Etzev makes it far, far ahead of simcha in the Torah. And you have... Um, um, 
Three times the term etzav is used. By Noach, we have Yenachemenu from Itzavon. And then you have one or two more times later on, you have it by the brothers in Shechem when they saw what happened to their sister. And uh, Yosef, when he said, Alte Atzvu. And that's it. In the Torah, there's no more times that the word etzav is used. In Tanakh, it's used basically as a term to define a Zara, which, again, um, we can, you know, kind of just tag on the idea of Zara makes a Kashbrochu sad, makes, Rashi says one place it makes us sad because it doesn't answer our prayers. So we have a concept of etzav and Let's try to give a more definite, um, it, it, let's try to, try to give a definition that's more specific. It's more than just said, because it means difficulty. So this is it's, it's, it's hard to call it really sadness. Rash um, which refers to the tremendous physical effort and, and, and uh, this uh, travail of giving birth. Again, the word sadness is not exactly, the, it's, it's sort of a negative term. And then, that you, because the, the earth is so cursed, you'll eat it. Um, there is a fascinating Maimah Chazal, Rabbi Yechon says, Gemara Psachim. It's harder to put bread on the table than twice as hard as giving birth. The ilu I mean, what kind of statement is that? What does it mean? How do you measure the two? They don't have... I just wonder, Bisman as there, what the women do the supporting also, they get a triple whammy. They have big children and a double whammy of Paranasa. So, so it, it, but, but what, what kind of state, what, what does it mean exactly? What does it mean that it's twice as, who, how do you measure it? You know. So let's try a little bit to understand the term at, at Sev. I want, the Goyen in, in Adar Yod, that's a safe is on Chumish. He says the word Etsev is most specifically the right word to associate with is dolchak, which means difficulty and also, I guess if you visualize it, it's compression. He, he uses a, a term that the Gemara uses. The Gemara says an amor or a tefach, they have a, a range of sizes. An amor is not specific. It's called the, 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 a, a tefach. It could be, it can vary. There's a tefach socheik, which means a tefach that's happy and that's bigger. And then there's a tefach otsuv, which means it is um, more compressed, a slight difference in, 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 in the size. So the word etzav means compressed, dochak. That's the flavor of the word. Um, similar to that is the term. Um, it's, it, it says, yatzvucha, which means to shape or to mold. In modern Hebrew, la'atsev is, is like uh, to, to design, to shape, to mold. You know, mi'itsev is who gave it its final surah. Ayin Sadiq Bey is the same word. 
and it means to sort of compress something. You have a large lump of clay that has no form or shape, and then you ma'atsev, you, you give it a shape and a form, and that gives it, its, so compressing it together gives it a certain shape or form. All of these are indicative of the word meaning um, more compressed, difficult, rather than, than just the word sad the way you use it. So let's try and understand a little bit what that is, and what that process is in terms of human emotion. A person is created to accomplish. Adam Lomo Yulad, people are created to accomplish. Um, in the simplest level, it's physical, to plow the field, bring crops, establish a family, etc. Um, a more ruchnistic person, he finds it in Torah, in mitzvahs, in, in, in a ruchnistic world. He's busy doing chesed, he's busy learning, he's busy discovering and understanding things and bringing out new Torah, new understanding to the world. That is what a person is created for. Adam la'amul yulad, a person was created to produce and to be productive. A person who is not productive is a very unhappy person, and much worse than, than having um, difficulty parnasa is, is having no need for parnasa. A person who has all the money he needs and nothing that challenges him is the most unhappy of people because a person is created to produce. And therefore, um, producing things is what gives a person a sense of fulfillment, satisfaction, etc. When in the process of production, a person, um, things go well. So the marshal, um, I establish a business. I have an idea. I work very hard, but everything I do succeeds. So the thing I'm selling catches on. I, the location of the store is right. The, 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 everything is functioning well. There couldn't be a happier person in the world than someone. If I can't, working very hard does not take away at all from my sense of being accomplishing of, and, and, and being productive. And other of it, it makes you feel more. Person who's working very hard and seeing tremendous as a result of his work is the happiest person. And again, but whatever you do, that, that's, that's what happens. In line with that, because taking things and bringing them out to light is what a person is there for, when that process seems to be stuck and going nowhere, that creates a tremendous angst, um, a tremendous feeling of um, sadness, helplessness, hopelessness, etc. So um, much more than the person, I have two people. One works very, very hard at his job, but it's a very successful business, very successful work. He, he earns a lot of money. People like him and say, wow, you, you're the best plumber. No problem. Um, I, you know, I, I work hard. People pay me top, top dollar. And, um, and, and, and everyone says, wow, he has hands of gold and he's tremendous. A second person who works less hard, much less hard, but it's just not going, doesn't get much business. And when he gets the business, it's, he has to go back three times to, to fix it. And people kind of are not happy with him and so on. 
she does not feel good at all. That is the process, that is, describes the emotion of etzev and atzvos. The person is, um, he, he's producing, but not. The production is going extremely difficult, and a lot of his energy is expended on putting out fires rather than on getting someplace. So we're talking about a fundamental process in the Bria, and that is work, accomplishment, and seeing um, the, the results, seeing the accomplishments, the results of a person's efforts. When that, the, the harder that comes by, so when, when, when I'm pushing, let, let's give an example. When a person is pushing, um, I don't know, he's, he's, he's kicking a ball. Um, I, I don't play much ball, but, I, you know, he's kicking a ball or with a golf club, whatever. If, if he's able to swing and it goes very far, the person feels good. But, but if he has to constantly keep schlepping it out of the mud, he's constantly just getting it out of its trap or something, it becomes very frustrating. And that exactly describes uh, Etzev. So um, the basic, uh, a woman creates life. That's, that's a sense of realization for a woman that is the core. She's called Chava because she's Ein Kol Chai. The fact that she be still a living human being. When that process is sluggish and difficult and, and you're expending a lot of energy for something that should have been geshmirt, that the child should walk out. I mean, I'm built for that. Every other human function um, works and fine and normal, um, if, if, you know, if, if something hurts, you, you're using it the way it should be used. And here you have a natural process that is difficult, and it you expend so much energy for something that should have been very straightforward, should have just gone straightforward. The same thing is with Parnassa. Okay, Akadosh Baruch Hu said we have to plant and plow and 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 you know and do things. Fine. But now, um, why isn't it growing? So there's one weed blocking it, another weed, and another weed, and, and another rack, and another weed. I'm expending my energy not in planting and harvesting, but in putting out fires, getting rid of stones and thorns and stuff like that. That is etzef. That's what the Goyen describes as dochak. It's something that sort of um it, it 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 sort of it closes in the 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 it 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 boxes in the person and instead of the person being able to realize himself he he's a person for instance let, let's take another example but of this type of frustration a person feels that he's very smart he's brilliant and he could become i don't know a great engineer a doctor whatever but he doesn't have the means to to go to school and realize it that's an extraordinarily um, frustrated, unhappy person because he, he can't bring out that which he has in him. That describes a, a type of feeling that we'll call etzef. Um, and most every other place it's used, if you think about it, 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 it comes to, to, to this in you. So 
HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the Bria in a way that it should function smoothly. Work should bring accomplishment. Adam was created of Dole Shamra. Um, and that accomplishment, if this is the Tachas Bria, should be Geshmirt. It's, it's um, I, I'm, I'm not a very handy person. And when I have to fix something in the house, like, I, it's not easy. The one thing I learned over, over many, many um, trial and errors was, if something, if you stick something into somewhere, and, it, and it's not going easily, you, it's wrong. The window is meant to slide up and down. And if it's not sliding up and down, you got it in the wrong slant. That's a cloud goggle. Akadosh created the Bria to bring out uh, Adam to bring out Paris, Isha to bring out Chai, and that should have gone Geshmirt. When that process is Geshmirt, when it goes well, a person is Besimcha. When it happens the way it happens, then it becomes the ultimate frustration and 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 atzvus. So Chet brought in this atzvus into the Bria. And the question is, when a person has this atzvus, and if I can think of, if I can think of what exactly is, um, is, is this, is the, is the malaise now, my feeling is it's that sense. There are Rahmanas on the people that are very sick, and the people who somebody's very sick in the family, and, and of course, that's that's its own type of suffering, and that's but that's much more easily definable. But if they're here for a year of being locked into the house, working a little bit, and kids just doing nothing, on and on and on and on, the the feeling that begins to it's it's like it's like being stuck permanently in in quicksand. It just every step is just to keep to keep things even killed, normal, something along those lines. And it's very hard for a person, when a person works hard and he's to save up money and, he, and he's making enough money to save, then a person is happy. When a person is making enough money just to keep the bill collectors at bay, at some point the person just collapses because I'm just keeping, I'm just bailing water out of the ship. And I'm not getting anywhere with it. And for a person not to get anywhere is is a chorb because it goes against the grain of what he is. So I guess if I can define that feeling, I think nothing. It's even though everyone Seichel says at some point within a few months or whatever there'll be some sort of resolution one way, this way, that way, the other way, and everything. But right now we've had it because. Everything is slow motion. It's it's. Um, I was once in a car where the the the, the, the wheel blew, and they, they used the spare. And I think you're not supposed to go over fifty miles an hour. And we're going down the turnpike at fifty miles an hour. Now there was a time when that was considered to be amazing speed, and but it was it was it was unbearable because a car should be going seventy miles an hour. And, and not 50 miles an hour, the Koishi. That's all part of the same feeling. So now the question is, do we have some way of offering some sort of um, a, a, a coping, 
So, so, so what do we tell ourselves when a person is, is, is stuck that way? Um, and, and we're all stuck that way. One way or another, we're all stuck that way. So at least what's the direction to give ourselves some sort of, um, some sort of way to cope with the atmosphere of it? The situation itself can't be resolved. It is what it is. But obviously, how, how, how do we do? How do we look at it? So I'd like to start with um, the Malbus speaks about this. It actually in this in, in in the parsha here, and he says, obviously, Akadosh Baruch Hu does not does not deal with us vengefully. There's no such thing like we have an aha instinct. You know, you did this and this. Well, I'll, 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 uh, you know, you know, see this, feel this. Everything, everything is is a tikkun rather than just a a, um, a, a, a you know a punishment. When we punish, it's sort of to get even. So let's 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 think a minute about a mahaloch that would be helpful. Um, he mentions one thing. I'd like to I'd like to mention a possibly other approach. What was what was the avera of eating from Itzadas? And I always you know so I have a lot of times when I speak for audiences people that are not from, barely from, or whatever, not, not our Hamish crowd. And sometimes I like to point out, when people talk about mythology, this and that, I ask them, what's the vice? In all mythology, what are the vices of, of the quote-unquote heroes? Well, they either want money, women, blood, or a combination of all of them. That's, that's, that's what they're about. I said, you know what our vice was? What tempted Adam was the ultimate knowledge of right and wrong. Is there, is there any comparison? You know, is there Bechlau and Edimian? That was Adam wanted to be like Elohim, Yodea Tovara. That tempted him. But that's what he's created for. We're supposed to be Mahu Afatar. We're supposed to be Doimit HaKadosh Baruch so, 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 um, why was it wrong? Yes, technically, I know the answer. Technically, Akashbrok said no, don't eat from this eights, and, and he did. But, 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 but the, 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 the uh, sales pitch was, was tar- on target. So, what's the pshat? And the answer is Akashbrok did not want us to be like him, Akashbrok wanted us to become like him. The halachta bedrachov, it get there, not be there. The the it, there's a lotion in, in the sperm that that Adamarishan paga achla. He ate it too early. It's sometimes if I if I can give a, a marshal that we can all probably relate to. You know, we have different kids, different thing. We have a kid who's being very matzliach, a a, 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 a a an astute parent will find ways to pull back. Because it's not a healthy process when you go from zero to hundred in, 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 in a very short interval, 
without sweating, working through it, suffering some difficulties, etc., it's not a healthy process. It go, it goes to the head. It it does. It, you you get a, a very infantile, immature, um, arrogant, worst case scenario, ilui. What you want is somebody who 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 the process changed him. Akharish Baruch who wanted v'halachta bedracha, that we work our way towards becoming mahuafata, and Adamarishan jumped the gun, and that was 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 poison. Akharish Baruch who then made the process rougher because we had that impulsiveness, whatever. So now Akharish Baruch who is slowing it down for us. Um, there, there was someone told me once about a kid. He dealt it's many years ago. He dealt with a kid who had an extraordinarily fast mind, and it blocked his reading. And the the, the Malamed was somebody that I saw was very smart, and he had the kid read backwards. You know, the last letter, letter that forced him to go at a speed where he could actually take the letters the way they are with the Nikud, instead of his mind racing. HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, the process the way I've said it, I see, is too quick. And I need to keep putting stumbling blocks so that you slow down and you process it. There are so many things. Life has become very quick. Um, and, and even the good things, the wonderful things, the things that... It bothers me when people who have money come in and they slap down and give me the best asterisk, whatever it is, blank check. Give me the fanciest pair of film. Give me this, give me that. No, it's something that you're supposed to work towards. It's something you're supposed to put an effort to. It's something that, that it requires a person to much it. And, and, and when, when, you know, no one, I can't say that anyone enjoys, you know, especially at Yisrael, for those of you who live in Yisrael, you know, cleaning for Pesach is cleaning for Pesach. But when you work hard for a few weeks to grub and to scrub, to make everything, something, something changes the person. And when you just put down a credit card and say, okay, I'll take, you know, I'll, I'll take six rooms for, for X amount, uh, you know, for 10 days, it, it, it's a big difference. Everything now has become a hassle, difficult, not so easy. I unfortunately need to spend more time with my family. I can't run off to who knows which places and so on. Everything, Akadosh Baruch has, has turned down, you know, we've, we've gone into first gear. And we need to understand that if this is what happened, this will change us for the better. And frustration is if we think the goal is to be Hashem. But, but if the goal lies in the work towards it, in changing the person, I, yes, we know what the end goal is, but we don't quite have it right. The, 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 you know, it, what we need is the process. And, and by, by, by slowing down so much, so many things, the process is what HaKadosh Baruch Hu is imposing on us. It's not always easy to see. It's not always easy to, 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 to feel it. But I think at least we're able to get some handle on it and some sort of sense of things. 
So I guess if if I can just sum up, I've I've tried a little bit, at least the feelings that I have about, you know, just the emotional sense of things, to understand it in terms of etzev and itzevon, which I think the heart of it is the the frustratingly slow or almost imperceptible realization of goals. And I think the understanding that if, 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 if such a massive ashkoch that has imposed it on us, then it itself, because what we think are our goals are, are not quite, the direction is right, but HaKadosh Baruch wants a lot more than just being Kalokin. He wants us to walk there, to get there. And, and this process is forcing a lot of that on us. I think at least it will give us a little bit more of a perspective to, to, to look at it in a way that, yes, we've changed. I think many people looking back with all the frustrations and, and just nimas, a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of important changes are happening to us. And looking at them and understanding them gives us at least a modicum of some simcha about the process. Okay. Um, so I'd like to wish everybody Hatzlacha. I know um, the type of work in a community, it's not easy. It has many, many challenges when, you, when you're when you under magnifying glass and then some. Uh, I know it's, it's, it's you know, it's, it's uh, but, but it's, it's, it's Avodos HaKodesh in, in the most extraordinary way. Um, Reb Zola Gepstein told me once, he was our dust. Reb Nassim told me that your dust in America should be Reb Zellig. And we used to go to him and it was a very special and he said, we live in a much rougher world today, but HaKadosh Baruch has opened up a lot more chachma about understanding people. And uh, this is a tkufa that requires everyone is strained and it, you're doubly strained. Everyone has their own strains and then people dump their strains on you. HaKadosh Baruch should give us the satir shmaya to um, bear it the way it's supposed to be, get the toelos out of it. And be able to bring people to 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 safe shores emotionally, mentally, emotionally, in, in every way possible, Sashem. Okay.